0: Well, Brent is gay, and Kalen's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay.
1: It's almost superior. Issue 223, I'm Kalen. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. And I'm Adam. And this week, we continue our celebration of Black History Month. Uh, We talk about those Super Bowl trailers that came out the other day. We've got news, the issues, and always, we want to plug me daddy. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Ryan. Ryan.
2: Uh, in our continued celebration of Black History Month, uh, we wanna, uh, I want to spotlight something that I have loved for a long time. Uh, the Emmy-nominated HBO show, uh, Black Lady Sketch Show, is so freaking good. If you want a go-to sketch, a lot, I think there's a lot of controversy, controversy around sketch shows. They're not usually funny or they're just SNL. Like, So I, I think to spotlight them and for them to be Emmy-nominated, it's it's such a good show. Um, they have stars show up all the time. Um, the creator is Robin Thede, and uh, so the first season was 2019, and then they did the second season last year, and the next one will be coming up this year. Um, it's a feel-good show. It's self-aware. It's current and it's really something everyone should actually check out. Um, the first season didn't do that well, so it's getting more acclaim now. So I'm glad that they're doing the third season because it is really a great show. Um, Issa Rae is an executive producer. It's uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful show. I, I can't recommend it more. Kaylin, did you want to say something?
1: Yeah, no. I'm. Thanks for mentioning it because I've been meaning to get into it. And Insecure just ended recently, speaking of Issa Rae. And I know the um, the actor who plays Molly, uh, her name is escaping me. She's incredibly talented. Molly being Issa's best friend on the show, Insecure. She's uh, a regular on this. And so, like, I'm like, I now have a great reason to watch it. So thanks for mentioning it.
2: Yeah, it's really good. It's really my go to like show before I go to bed and stuff. It's so feel good, but also like self-aware and wonderful. What are we going to say, Adam?
0: Robin Thede is just so funny. Um, so and I, I'm what glad to creator. see that it's continued to do well. So I I really, got, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed the show. And then I got very hooked during the uh, basic ball sketch. Like, cause I had Bob the drag queen as the MC. Like it was just so mm-hmm. fucking good and really well done. And so I, I yeah, I haven't caught up. Um, with more, and I'm, I'm excited that there's a third season coming. But I do need to to finish watching the, the current uh, episode. So,
3: wait, so I only watched the first season, and so I need to watch the other two because the first season was oh, very just disappointing. The, just
2: the second one, and the third one's coming out. So yeah, yeah, okay. Or, hopefully
3: I be couldn't stand the first one, but there is an amazing show called Astronomy, the Astronomy Club, um, which is the first all-black upright citizens per at a Netflix show, that was fantastic. So I need to go back and watch
2: season two of this show, and I love it. That's great, yeah. You'll you're really saying like it. that it's the, the first one. The guest stars are so good, and they ham it the motherfucking. It's so good. It's so wonderful. Um, I think it was the main setup with the
3: end of the world thing. Like the, they just kept going back to that same sketch so much they didn't care anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. And with that, yeah, and welcome back to the trailer park. <laughs> um, so thank you, Kaylin, for doing that voice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, that's
0: kind of problematic, I think. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really?
2: Really? Wow. Southern. Okay. That was the worst Southern accent I've ever heard, Caitlin. So that was tough (laughs) to hear. Um, uh, With that said, uh, so we had a bunch of Super Bowl trailers come out this week, and uh, there's some big boom bastic stuff that happened. Let's kick it off as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that comes out May 6th. Which is really fucking close. So this is the first official trailer. The last one was just a teaser. Uh, overall, I mean, there's some big things here. What do you think?
1: What do you think? Let's just let's take it there generically first, Kaylin. I love that as soon as the trailer hit, everyone was like, "Was that Patrick Stewart's voice?" Mm-hmm. That's immediately mm-hmm. what I thought. I was like, "Oh, yeah. bitch! They're 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 leaning into it." But I'm also kind of worried slash wondering if it's going to be a fake-out in the same way that Quicksilver was, or not Quicksilver, but Ralph Boner was, you know, in um, in WandaVision. Um, but, I mean, the trailer looks great. Um, I'm very... I was excited before. Uh, it's a lot better than that teaser that they had at the end of No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, like, this yeah. is... I'm, I'm hoping they didn't show too much, because that sometimes happens. But the right. MCU... MCU films are better about not doing that, or they give us swerves versus like Sonyverse movies or other superhero movies. Are like, let's just show you the whole fucking thing, and then you see all the money Man. shots. So, so uh, yeah, super excited. To, to your point, Caitlin,
2: I think what they're trying to do with this one is because Spider-Man: No Way Home, they they could have helped or hurt themselves with not revealing that Toby and uh, Andrew were going to be in it. With this, I think they're trying to give more of a tease. They're not going to actually show up, but they're going to say, yes, these cameos are going to actually happen. Mm -hmm. So you you don't have to just look at these spoilers online, but this is actually going to happen, which I think is a better thing. Because I feel like some people just felt a little hurt that they're like, why don't they just show me they were going to be in there? for the other one which which is
0: but, like no yeah, but you're you're, you're, you're that is like the ways. average the average movie goer loves to know what they're gonna get for their money and i find yeah. it fascinating because nothing makes me angrier than watching a trailer that literally takes me on a two minute version of an hour and a half long movie i i definitely think this probably like found a good balance where i'm like there's so many sequence it, it did feel like actually that like a lot of the no way home trailers where It's like there's so much happening. I can't place every single scene because one of my number one things that I, I do, my brain just does, but I hate is that you capture every yeah. single scene from the preview and then you just wait until you've seen them all and you're like, okay, great, we're finished with this movie now. Like we're getting to the end. I've already seen everything they've talked about. So yeah. I'm sure they're smart enough to keep having some like some little late game twists. But I think there was a lot of, it's a lot of good lead into like what could happen, which I, I am excited about.
2: Okay, so I want to talk about some of the mysterious things that are in there. <laughs> Obviously, uh, some of the, uh, it's a big hint at the Illuminati. Just ballpark real quick. Don't go into your deep theories, but who do you think else could be in the Illuminati, potentially on those shadowy figures that Dr. Strange is saying? Okay, uh, why don't we start with Clark?
3: I mean, I don't, God, I can't find where the fuck you people are. I'm clicking I'm on the wrong here. thing. I'm right here. I don't <laughs> I want Watch McCall to be involved in it. Um, I was gonna say Namor. Namor would be cool, but there you're not gonna t- tie him to it yet, are they? Um, no, they're introduced
1: in Black Panther too. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, well, unless
0: that's just a feint, and he's actually being introduced here. Well, that's what I was gonna say. They're gonna be like, and they're gonna. I would assume they're all alternate reality versions. Of- oh, a better oh, version of Black
3: oh, Bolt would
2: be very appreciated. Yeah, I oh, think Black.
3: Bolt. Bolt, I, I, well, it's gonna be the same actor probably. No. But well, because we know that Lockjaw is going to be in Miss Marvel, so I'm assuming they're going to start bringing back the
1: Inhumans, Inhumans
3: yeah. which is going to be kind of a surplus because now we have the Eternals, which are cut for the replacement <laughs> <Yeah>. for the <laughs> and the mutants
2: showing up. Kalen, who do you think is going to show up?
1: Uh, I or do, think, do uh, at, well, Adam has a point. I do think we'll see, um, like alternate versions of the heroes that no longer exist in the MCU, like an Iron Man, maybe Captain America, because they were in the original Illuminati. Uh, Black Bolt, Bolt makes sense. Um, I think I think that's... And Professor X, I think that's pretty much it. And then I think there might yeah. be another version of Stephen Strange, not the uh, dark Stephen yeah. Strange that we saw from, um, from the What If or the zombie Stephen Strange that is uh, hinted at in the trailer that was also from that What If episode but another, Wait, no. another version of it. So, I thought that was the evil one that was being hinted at, not the zombie one.
2: Yeah, I think they've shown uh, those two are our universe, and then in one of the teasers, they showed a Defenders outfitted yeah, uh, Doctor Strange as well. So I think we're just going to get a shit ton uh, of them. But yeah, probably one of them is on the council. There's um, so, there's too many Doctor Stranges. So it, that's what it should have been called. Doctor Strange, not Doctor Strangers. <laughs> so, okay, so to your point, uh, so there's an Iron Man, Iron Man could potentially be on it. Um, there's a scene where we see this almost Captain Marvel-like character attack someone. Um, it's Wanda. Which... Uh, know well, what people so say there's it's... a lot of spinning theories that it's like maybe a alternate oh, version of Tony Stark, <laughs> and then also <laughs> or or Captain Marvel or whatever. But people say if you freeze frame it, and this may be stupid, but we can see Tom <laughs> Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> lunatic black they're, can they're, see they're,
3: it. yeah it's like monica a black it's photon yeah. i mean Jesus yeah Christ. it's
0: definitely photon it's monica or... rambo
1: yeah or it's no. maria rambo or it could no be the mom or maria not. right it's tom cruise uh Either way, I love
2: in, way bla- I in black in blackface oh my what? god he has he has <laughs> the been before. T- he has the tony like sort of like has- you know what i'll send you a screenshot yeah, but,
0: didn't he? Well, not black. Didn't he no, that, that was Robert Downey Jr. Art? That's Robert Downey Jr. But he was also same a terrible movie. dressed up character in that same movie, wasn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, he, was he was the bald fat guy in ah, Cromwell uh, Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so
2: any other pending things? Anything that you loved? Anything that you have a question about? Or want Can to we talk
0: more? about the iconic, uh, all the great like Wanda dialogue? Like her yeah. being like, you fuck with reality. You get away with it. I fuck with reality and everybody hates me. I'm like, Yes. Get
1: yeah. It's a man's uh, world. It's like no, yeah, she's got to break God's world. He's not break getting. He, he's
0: not. He's not getting away with it, though. It's clearly not getting away with it. Yeah, but like Clark, he's getting away with it. Like no, no one's going to be like No, <laughs> he, he fucking, is not. No, because no one is. No one. They're not getting the fucking. Uh, not Shield, whoever they are, they're not showing up at his Ford. doorstep. Like there's no TVA showing up at his doorstep to be like, "You fucked with all of this. Now you got to be." Just because
3: the TVA got.
2: Bashed well, up is totally controlled by an evil organ- uh, evil dictator. When he did all the terrible stuff in Spider Man, they were like Spider Man. Why would you do that?
1: that <laughs> just because you mother. couldn't get into MIT, mm-hmm. you yeah.
2: and go then, to Cal And PAX. then for this, and this one, they're just going to be like, Wanda, come on,
1: you. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get out of it. Here are uh, going to be held accountable in some way? But I they'll did all like get out line. of it.
3: She'll get out of it too. Yeah, she will, totally. I'm yeah, excited I, I, for the the appearance of Rintra, who's the weird green bull man who yeah. showed up in one scene for a minute. And I really liked his concept in the comics, although I've never read him before.
2: I just like what he looks like. Yeah, weird guy. Um, Did, also, um, I like the appearance of Savage Land, potentially. Ooh, uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because they sh- just show that weird dinosaur
1: area. I would love if that's actually Savage Land. But who I thought that was a crossover with uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Bitch, don't we're get me there. excited. Laura um, Dern just shows up and like you blow up and like, an explosion <laughs> will come. Oh yeah, that's... I thought that
2: was I the other bet, one we were going to talk figure, about. I'm so excited about Jurassic World that I
1: blow up and t- attack Wanda. I can we am. talk about... Can we talk about America Chavez? Yes. Uh, I am excited to see her because I think hopefully this could lead to another iteration of The Young Avengers. I'm sure we're going to see, uh, we're going to see Wiccan and, and speed again. Uh, mm-hmm. Tommy and Billy, of course. Uh, like some iteration of it. Cause you know, that was the coda at the end of one division a year ago. Um, I'm just, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I want Sam Raimi to fucking knock it out of the park. I want, yeah. I, I just want him to kill it. You know,
0: yeah, I'm rooting for this movie a lot more than I feel like I ever thought I was, especially when obviously they had knocked off the original director who I love his horror stuff, but I'm like, This again, this feels a lot like Ant-Man, like the switch for Ant-Man, where it's just like, oh, this is actually perfect. Like this is what I want within this MCU kind of thing. I feel like they're they're knocking them out of the park. And I love that Mordo feels like he's back in a way that's actually useful too. Like it feels like a lot of good plot threads are gonna come together. So I really hope they balance them all well. But I love that they're all being featured. Like I'm so excited for this because it doesn't feel like anything's gonna be undercut. I'm so also- excited for Rachel McAdams <laughs> to be in one
3: scene where it looks like he's coming out of a church having gotten married. So she's not going to be in the yeah. movie much. He's oh, got- she's
2: a new hero. Runaway bride. Got it. I think, I think they're going to visit one reality where he's like married to her. And then he's like, this is shitty. Um, and then just move on and be like, I'd rather be a zombie or something. Um, anything else with this? Uh, moving on. Uh, so that comes out May 6th, which is actually really fucking close. So get prepared. Yeah.
3: Everyone.
2: Wow. Um, uh, but even sooner on March 30th, Moon Knight, Uh, potentially first season or only season is coming out. Um, and that trailer came out during the Super Bowl as well. So we get to see a little bit more of Moon Knight. Uh, and then we also get to hear a little bit more of Mark Spector. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, what did you guys think about this? It was a shorter trailer, but what'd you guys think?
1: Um, I think we got to see the costume a little bit more, which I liked. Uh, and it, it looks better than that first teaser that we got that just looked like, you know, a bun- bunch of bandages uh, around a guy. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, got, I definitely geeked out a little bit when there's a scene where you see him like leaping off a building and you see him like doing the cape and it's yeah. shaped like a moon. I think it was good. It's, um, the trailer has done both this and the teaser I've done a good job of music. They use Kid C- uh, Cudi's uh, "Day and Night," which is a really great song from like 2008. Oh God, I want to say, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. So, so, it's so it's good. It's just the the British accent is not great. I have a sneaking Weirdest
3: voice.
1: Oh, oh, Mary Poppins. I, uh, yeah. Well.
3: <laughs> I just need to figure out where he's trying to get it from. Maybe he's doing it really well in like
2: this one small town. That's... <laughs> I, I'm really just hoping it's like one of his uh, other personalities. And he's like, oh, I'm not British, and just starts yeah. talking normal at some point.
1: Yeah, um, it's supposed to be Stephen Grant, uh, that, that's the personality that's supposed to do it. So, yeah. The,
2: and, I the, I, I'm excited for the how the moon discs work with no sort of laws of gravity just like captain <laughs> shield cap shield like so it's like i'm pretty excited for that again to see those just go whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: like everywhere
2: i mean he's got some egyptian moon god doing shit i, don't, yeah, I think don't it's all, all
3: reasonable his name's
1: Conch- called yeah. egyptian moon god oh, physics yeah. ryan Konshu. it's going to be he's going to be voiced by f murray abraham from amadeus and the grand budapest hotel a great gravelly voice great gonna sounds great yeah I did,
0: I did enjoy the expanded looks at like action scenes. Like it felt originally, you know, obviously we only got to see the costume so much during the original teaser. This like, I mean, obviously it's fucking Disney. So they're putting money into it, but it feels like it's like going to be, it's going to look as good as a lot of the other stuff does even better. Cause I mean, Hawkeye was great, but like Hawkeye was a lot of practical effect versus obviously like special. Um, And many of them have been, like, you know, besides maybe, like, the end of Falcon and the Soldier, WandaVision. So I'm excited to get back to it, but feel really good that I'm like, okay, this looks quality. So I'm excited. I don't know Moon Knight well at all. So I'm even more excited to really kind of understand what they might be doing with the story. Um,
1: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned some of the other shows and, we you know, we just talked about Doctor Strange. You know, one of the criticisms of MCU was that they're all, like, really samey. But in Phase 4, I feel like the criticism is just down like down the toilet because every project movie or show on disney plus has felt different and looked like reasonably different like mm-hmm. WandaVision didn't look like falcon winter soldier didn't look like loki which didn't look like hawkeye which doesn't look like moon knight and the same yeah. goes for the movies you know so i think they found a great way of you know like we've talked on podcasts before do you have like the house style of marvel or the auteur style of dc marvel's been able to like incorporate the auteur style to some degree and still make it a part of a cohesive like universe. So, which is great.
2: Yeah. Well said. Um, so that comes out March 30th. So very soon next month. Um, uh, also there was a trailer for Lord of the Rings, the Rings of power that comes out September (laughs) 2nd. Um, this is also a quicker trailer. Um, you can't really figure anything out other than we're back in Lord of the Rings town. Uh, what did you guys say? I summer about? there every year, actually. you Oh, you, you, I, you do a spray tan before you go, right? Well,
3: most of the stuff you saw is going to get blown up, so it's all right. This basically <laughs>
2: takes place at the end of the second era,
3: quote-unquote. This is what I literally fucking read, like, three days ago, so I didn't know any of this shit. There's this island where all the humans were on called Numenor, which okay. will blow up at the end of this. And that's right Thank when the humans the start helping the elves and shit stop mm. Sauron, who's popping up because they had stopped S- Sauron's evil guy who was in charge of him. And then they were gifted their own Island by the gods. And. Hey, and hey, okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. And okay. Then they that's tried, enough then, of the spoilers. <laughs> what did you think of the trailer?
3: Um. Well, I have a huge crush on Maxine Baldry, who is playing somebody in the movie and he was <laughs> in Hollyoaks, which is a bad British soap opera that I love. And anything else I have to say? No. <laughs>
1: I love in okay, the trailer, literally. it was like before, before the king, before the fellowship, before <laughs> the ring, the rings of power, I'm like you're called, yes. it's called the rings of power, like before the I, I, I get it, <laughs> but it was just, rings. It, but rings. Ring, the rings, yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, we're going mean, to see looks... all those rings, they say at the very beginning of the movie, they're like the 10 rings for this and the 100 rings for these people and the seven for them, we're just as, we're getting all those.
2: I will say I've always been so intrigued by that. I'm like, what did those motherfucking rings do? We never really go over it. Um, no, what's her face um, shows up with one of them, and she doesn't do anything except make a water like fall happen to some horses. Like what? <laughs> what like? I, so I've always been curious as to what the actual powers are behind
0: they're, they're but that's what it is they're very specialized powers that ring yeah. only creates waterfalls for horses <laughs> to drink out
2: of. I, thought, of I thought they were I thought they were
3: lied to in most of the place that they didn't really do much as much as
1: they were being controlled right. by the other ring that's the ring of power so that yeah. ring was' yeah, well, in
3: giving them the ability not I don't know I don't know I have no idea
1: no that's I I haven't I haven't seen the uh, the trilogy in a very long time, the movies, Peter Jackson did. But I do remember at the very beginning when it's Galadriel who's like uh, narrating. She goes, but they were lied to. Like, I was like, oh, like, yeah. like you know, with that Kate that Blanchett, like, <laughs> oh, bitch, you know, they were lied to. Can you believe that? Like, so yeah, That now I'm a little bit more intrigued. I, I, I gotta say, I think I might be over high fantasy as a genre, at least on, on TV. Um, I'm sure it'll look really good. The trailer looked you know, it looked fine. Amazon has thrown like a shit ton of money, like more money than any other show ever. Um, but it's just like, I, I think I, I enjoyed this world for, you know, when I was in it, when Peter Jackson did the original trilogy, I never wanted to watch The Hobbit. I don't really care for reading the books. I'm not, I'm not that fan. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. say it's bad or looks bad. It just might not be for me.
0: I hope they find a balance between obviously what makes Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings, but also can't even say that very fast. Well, um, and also Game of Thrones. And what I mean by that is really just about character death because the amount of plot armor in every fucking Lord of the Rings is the most annoying thing for me to experience as a person who just loves permadeath and like video games and comics and movie, every sort of medium your characters have to be able to die off and you know regardless of where game of thrones went one of the things that had continually made it so exciting was just what could happen and if this to your point caitlin if it's just following like a typical high fantasy mold then i don't want to watch it but if it's like i really i do like the universe and in general i like high fantasy it's got to have hopefully some slight edge that maybe the previous two peter jackson runs didn't Really, which, again, the, the, to your point, it may not be for me. The source material obviously doesn't have that either. But I just, like, I need that to keep me hooked. Otherwise, I'm just watching a bunch of people stumble through the same kind of battles and tropes. Like, it, it really okay. felt like it was just, like, a remake of the original Lord of the Rings movies in a way. That that's what I, I think kind of burned me out.
1: I hate to disappoint you, um, but I think that's what, it's not going to be genre-bending. Because it it created a genre in a lot yeah. of ways. you know and so it's like it's like as we've talked about with dune or casablanca or all these things that like created these tropes you know it's hard to kind of go back and say oh you know like watch them or consume them because it's like this all seems so familiar but it created that and so i i can't expect that they're going to do something with some of tolkien's source material and try to like alter it too much because like they'll have a goddamn riot on oh, their hands. Oh, yeah. Cool. Gonna their so it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be very, it's going to be standard high fantasy fair because it created the standard high fantasy fair.
2: Sure.
1: So Park. people last week,
3: before we got this trailer, we got the images of everybody and everyone freaked out. Well, it's, a, it's excellent. It's a diverse cast, very diverse cast, which is very good. But everyone yeah, freaked out. The African American, one African American, I mean, I don't know if she was American, Um, person of African descent. Um, is playing the queen of the, um, not elves, what are they called? The little, the... the, the... Hobbits? Yeah, no, the other ones. Anyways, the people wars. that live in the mountain, why can't I think of the name of the York? Goats. Well, yeah, yeah, they're, they're goats. <laughs> Anyways, um, she doesn't have a beard, and so everyone freaked out because supposedly in that series, like that thing, the reason we don't see many female versions is because they all have beards and you can't tell them apart. So everyone freaked out at her. Not out of the actress, thing, God, yeah. but about that yeah. fact. And like, they're not doing this right, da 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 But, I mean, and then, well, of course, it's about a black woman, and it's about her hair. So, oh, so, Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's horrible. Uh, well, so, maybe like,
2: they could CGI uh, the look on, like, Superman. I know?
3: don't know. I don't reverse know. CGI. They, they could <laughs> easily, easily come up with a very valid reason that it's happening, but
1: it, it's already made a lot of people angry with this one single picture. Yeah. well the thing that like the criticism i saw uh on online which is really toxic it's like well you know tolkien's myths are based on like uh like this this sort of fictitious history of oh, the united Jesus. kingdom and of europe and like there were not people of color in like the united kingdom and, and the rest of europe it's like bullshit there weren't like of there was there a were. lot of like yes there was a lot of like back and forth between africa and and you know and europe and like they this existed just because it wasn't in whatever fucking whitewashed version of your fantasy series or history that you read doesn't mean that they weren't there it's like i mean in spain i mean like the moors i mean like in fucking southern spain like like you i mean like it's just it's just it's insane like that's a criticism and like and of course and again this is not real life this Correct. is not real History. <laughs> it's like you can do whatever you want, and we need you don't know. You, we need yeah, that diversity. Orcs
2: were never black, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is maybe
3: 30,000 years ago, all this happened, and then the world devolved again, and then we revolved, and now it's all been through.
1: <laughs> you tell us. It's just so stupid. Man, it's, it's, it's like the people. It's like <laughs> the people who say that James Bond can't be black, and I'm like, have you seen Andrew Elba? Idris Elba needs to be fucking James Bond. It's a title. <laughs>
3: He, no, he shouldn't. He's 55 years old now. He can't do six, four, five movies with
0: this.
2: Yeah, Daniel but Craig he came was 50 out of the water, when he started.
3: And, he, no, he was not.
0: If he came out of the water in a I
3: speedo, know. I'd... He
1: was, I'd he was
3: sub 40 then, wasn't he?
1: He was, he was definitely older. He was like one of the oldest actors to start playing James Bond.
0: I can't watch movies where James Bonds are younger than me.
1: They have to be. Lot- I know it is very upsetting. I don't <laughs> take like take me to
0: geriatric James Bond right now.
1: Do you know how upset it is that I realize that I'm older than Batman and Homer Simpson? Like it, it like it, like annoys me. <laughs> oh, it yeah. annoys me.
0: That's very. I mean, upsetting. there's no way that Homer Simpson is a is thir- Isn't he 38? Like that's bullshit. It's 38. It's
1: that's 38. Tough. And I was like, I, I was closer to Bart's age when The Simpsons started, and I'm like <laughs> older than Homer now. Like. As Simpsons is in his thirty third season, but anyway, he was thirty eight. Yeah, Homer Simpson.
3: Oh, uh, what I was saying, I, I got confused because he was thirty eight when he was James Bond for the first one. oh, oh he was. You know, was yeah, not, that's yeah. younger. There's no way that Idris Elba could pull off at a seventy years old the fourth movie in his series.
0: Well, just just think about how bad uh, Homer Simpson felt when he found out that Daniel Craig was thirty eight
1: when he was <laughs> James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> he's, he's, that bitch did not age well, for sure. And with <laughs> that...
3: <laughs> I'm, I, I think
1: I'm, news I'm hearing newsflash. News so I'm going to do a quick newsflash here. Um, if you've been living under a rock or only read your comics the old-fashioned way, as in going to the comic store and reading them in print, Comixology, which has been owned by Amazon for some quite some time, has gone through some changes. And ladies, those changes ain't so good. Um, I know, like, anytime there's a major update, like, it always takes a lot. There's a lot of bugs that are happening. Let's first off, like, you know, say thank you to the support team for having to deal with a lot of angry fanboys and fangirls. Because you know how toxic we can be. Hmm. And it's not their fault. It's Amazon's fault for doing this. But they wanted to integrate Comixology with their, like, their Kindle app. And kindle Um, it's it's for is for prose you know and comiXology obviously is for comics and it just i don't know if this is going to work well if you are living outside the united states god help you because this is a shitty way to to experience it if you like reading your uh digital comics on your computer god help you because apparently they fucked that up uh like apparently smart lists are gone which is the easiest way for me to Fine comics that we that that, that i purchase. it's just i'm not i'm not happy and i have so on my on my ipad which is the way i read my comics for comicsology i turned off the automatic um uh app update just so it wouldn't happen just so i got a little more time but i know i'm living on borrowed time here so baby girl
2: it forced me it forced it it forced me so bad well you know that what consent is even-
1: sexy Consent is sexy. So it don't said, if you want to
2: use this, why don't you tap this and we'll update it? And I said, excuse me? I hate me? that
1: so much. I hate okay, that so, so much. Okay. So then,
2: so okay, then that what happened next is I went to my desktop and I was like, let me just figure this out for myself. And because I like to read it on the desktop sometimes and you can get, it looks like a normal comic, but when you, when you do it now and you go through your comics allergy that has to go through Amazon it won't allow you to read the comics that way anymore so it's yeah i have to read it through one of these apps now and it's it's so sad because I, I must, it doesn't feel like a comics experience like i used to yeah experience.
0: i must not have an auto update because i thank god have just been reading everything like the normal way that we had before and i'm looking oh, at some of these screenshots and i'm horrified
2: <laughs> clark what did you think about? mine is
0: i didn't do anything mine's normal i haven't Changed it at all. Well, it's, it's terrible. But it's awful. i the operate like beyond just the app itself, the operational change and the lack of like intelligent change management is just putting on my HR from Judy from HR hat. I just can't believe that they would roll this out when this is affecting so many fucking people with so many issues, particularly to the like, oh, sorry, you'll just have to do all that shit manually if you're outside the U.S. Like what garbage. But
1: apparently it's- the beta was so problematic and everybody who was in the uh is in the like the beta test was like don't do this don't do this and amazon was they like anyway. fuck you we're gonna do it anyway it's like well why even do a beta like you dump or like it's just we are making lord of the rings i think we're gonna do this
2: like fuck we off. got this we got <laughs> this yeah it's also, the uh. interface just on the app is so terrible because, like, I used to, like, any new comics that I have, I will filter that way. The, you can only do your library. And then when you go to the comic series, you have to go through every single series and just go to the latest issue. It's ridiculous.
1: It is ridiculous. That's a that's a terrible way. So, like, smart lists apparently are going to come back at some point, but In it's 80. not there right now. And also, when you, when you update all the comics that you had saved on your device, uh, you have to re-download them.
2: Oh, Yeah. No. yeah.
1: So yeah, you're so... fucked on a plane, too, if you don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah, basically. Uh, basically. So thanks, Amazon. Thanks for nothing. All right, moving on. Uh, so George Perez, who is a phenomenal artist, uh, we talked about it a while back, really sad news, was diagnosed with cancer. Um, he's not giving uh, too much more time, unfortunately. But some good news came uh, of that, um, the Heroes Initiative is uh, doing a limited run republishing of his seminal uh, JLA versus the Avengers, uh, written by Kurt Busiek. Uh, it was the last time that Marvel and DC did a joint project together in the early 2000s. If you haven't read it, it's great. Uh, it's, you can't find an online copy, like a digital copy I should say, Trying to find a copy um, you know, in a secondary market, like it goes for hundreds of dollars because the collected versions have been out of print forever. I had the original issues. I don't know what I did with them. I don't know where the hell they are. They're probably in my parents' garage somewhere collecting dust, hopefully. Uh, but um, I'm glad they're doing this. But the thing I'm a little concerned about is it's such a limited run of only 7,000 copies that I can immediately see like a bunch of people buying it and price gouging it yeah. on the secondary market which just sucks. I wish Marvel and DC would like to step their pussies up and just be like, we're going to do this for George. He was, you know, this is a guy who's been doing work with us since the 1970s. He did one of the most popular runs of uh, DC comics in the early 80s with the new Teen Titans. I mean, he did Crisis on Infinite Earths. He did Avengers, as we talked about, just like, he's a phenomenal artist. And from everything I've read about him, just a wonderful man.
0: I, yeah. I wish they would like find a way to do like comic, like, you know how you have comic-con tickets and you just like get a place in line and then you buy a ticket kind of idea and you can only do a certain amount. Like, I feel like if you're going to release that few copies, there's a really smart way to go about just like, like PlayStation fives, right? Like Sony's come up with queuing systems, ticketing systems to help at least reduce that stress and strain of some fucking assholes jumping in and trying to get everything at once. Um, particularly even, you know, AI assisted, uh, uh folks trying to get in so yeah hopefully they can do that because i agree that this is like one of those things where the art should spread as opposed to just run up on price essentially because people are hoarding it
2: it was such a fun run too i found it randomly like a burnt and noble like back in the day and i read the shit out of it and i haven't been able to find anything about it like
1: anymore like i haven't been able to get it ever again but it was
2: it was so cool to see all those characters meet up
1: you know, it, it it was great, and it was just like one of those things where like it got really like fun and fanboyish, like the stuff that you talk about when these characters like from different universes interact. Like Black Canary, like stopped dating Green Arrow and started dating Hawkeye, and moved mm-hmm. to like his world to like be with him, which I thought was really cool. Um, and like He's when got the, the Marvel character, yeah, she does. She loves the Marchers, and when the Marvel heroes came to to uh, to like DC's Earth. They were like, this earth seems bigger. And it's because they have all those extra cities like Gotham City and Metropolis on top of like New York <laughs> and LA. Um, and they were also like, oh, all these heroes must be fascists because everybody here loves the heroes versus our world where, uh, where they're like, we're like basically like at, at, at any juncture we're just like hated and feared or like, you know, like people like throw like rotten vegetables at us or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was like some like really fun like little like character moments there. It was a good story. Yeah.
0: All right, so
1: Adam, yeah, talk about some issues.
0: Issues is our weekly recap of all things X, along with a few of our favorite Marvel house writers and characters. This week we have X-Men number eight, 10 Lives of Wolverine number three, Marvel Voices Legacy number one, and Thor number 22. So X-Men number eight, written by Jerry Duggan, artist uh, Javier Pina. M.O.D.O.K. and the X-Men take a cruise together and Sink questions his time and role on the team. What'd you guys think of this? Kalen.
1: I was first disappointed that uh, Pepe Larraz wasn't running this issue, but Javier Pina did a very nice job. So nice yeah. job, Javier. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Like Anytime M.O.D.O.K's there, like I'm like, this is fun. Uh, and I think the conversation um, between Psychox slash Captain Krakoa and Sink at the end of the issue I thought was good i think like some of the character moments between stink and laura were also great like that kind of like unrequited longing he had for mm-hmm. somebody he spent so many like centuries with you know in in the vault i thought was was a nice character touch it's not a, not my favorite book but it, it was a very good issue
0: for science clark what'd you think
3: <laughs> there's an episode <laughs> of family guy where peter becomes a tampon so that uh Zayna, whatever, the one of the Wonder Twins. Yes. Put it in her. Um, what's going on with the, the multiple women that Negasonic Warhead seems to have that Cyclops mentions?
2: And one of them is have, have, literally have the made seen, up girl from the movie.
3: Yes. Have we seen her do it with anybody else? Uh, we so have noticed that in New Mutants or something? Is it just I some random shit they threw How in there? Fun.
1: I think it was just a good. It was a good throwaway moment. Yeah, but I, just yeah, really but I haven't seen the, the other movie. ones. Yeah, she okay. ho.
2: Good for her. Yeah, I, I, I'm I fine could, with I it. I few girls see it. I think she's with. Yeah. Bling exclamation point! I think it's probably one of hers. <laughs> her. I hope, I hope
1: that's exactly well, how she says her bling name. Bling <laughs> But no, she said no. She says bling colon.
2: <laughs> bling that's awful. I, to your point. I love. That fucking moment of like, when did it take us to get together? And it was like 227 years or whatever. And she and she just turns around. There's some sort of flash and sexy lighting. And she goes, (laughs) bang your goddamn hair. Broke me down that fast and gave hip while during a fight. I was like, okay, bitch. Yeah. I like the relationship a lot. I like Sync on the team a lot. I think his time in the vault has made him one of the most experienced X-Men too which yeah. people don't talk about, but like powers are he great. Knows this shit way more than other people. Um, yeah, I, I love him on the team.
3: D- Duggan should have gotten this shit started earlier. The first four issues were just one and dones like so segmentedly boring that it feels like this is where it started was last issue and now it's actually a good comic. it's good it's cooking i agree not
0: not knowing where it's when it's gonna stop is my biggest fear because to your point i feel like there's a big engine running i like these kind of one-offs of like sunfire on mars like as long as i know there will be enough issues for this team to continue to settle Mm -hmm. i'll keep reading it because i do really i did think this issue was good I think there were some people cough, cough, Dylan Carter, from fucking House of Bags, does it. Didn't like this, mainly because rogue wasn't in it. And I was like, I was, I was like, almost like, maybe my expectations were lowered because we, we we're you know, we haven't been that hot on this series, but I thought it was really funny. You had Modoc giving his best Sauron impressions. Like you had like that real, those really good character beats for people that don't get featured that often, like Laura and sync and like, just them, they split up their power usage. Like, it had all the things that I'm actually looking forward to now for this X-Men book, and just, just surprised that there wasn't as much of a, a love for
2: it. Because that was one of the best issues they've had in a while. Right to, to the Rogue point, I think uh, Rogue hasn't gotten a lot of, like, spotlight at all in this series. And I think that's on purpose. I think we're peppering her in because we're going to get a Rogue-centric issue at some point.
3: Yeah. Where maybe
2: we talk about what she saw on that ship, it's a very weird throwaway line that I think they're purposely planting uh, because we are going to see more of her. That's the only I thing predict- that makes sense to me. Otherwise, if we never get a moment with her, then I agree with that criticism, but it feels like a storytelling technique right now.
1: Uh, I predict we're going to get, I think you're right about a Rogue Centric issue. I think predict we're going to get a moment or maybe even a full issue with her in Gambit before he goes off to Otherworld. Yeah.
0: And like, he's like, kind of like
1: trapped yeah. away from everybody, which is, Another reason, as we talked about New Mutants last week, you know, like Richter had his moment on Krakoa with magic because as soon as uh, Knights of Ten starts, he's going to be off with Betsy, you know, and uh, Shatterstar and everybody else, you know.
2: I I love that too because then she's going to just throw herself into doing all the X-Men missions because that's all Like, because he's away. I love that. We just created that story. That's great. Can't wait for Jerry Dugan to write that.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, as Rogue always says, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to the 10 lives of Wolverine number three, written by Benjamin Percy and Joshua Kassara. Wolverine Omega Red continue to slide through the time stream, including being a whale. Not going to say, but at what cost to Xavier? What'd you guys feel about issue number three?
3: This is awful, and it's boring, and I don't care about Wolverine. It's just all all three of those things, and it's always. I don't care. I like the deaths, but I don't like the lives.
2: Did you like the art? No. The art's beautiful. I don't, Gosh,
3: I don't remember it. Oh, I, I, I got to look at it again. I don't remember I would.
0: I think the biggest thing that I'm getting out of this series is imagining at some point in time when the X-Men are in the MCU, when... Omega Red is somehow there. Like, I do think his sort of phasing between people is done really well in the art. I think it's super cool, especially on the ship where it's like he's kind of passing between people as he's talking to Xavier. Like, to your point, Clark, Like, am I the biggest fan of the overall story? No, but I do. There are elements of the either plotting or does at least maybe the art certainly really helping that there are pieces that are, are pretty cool, particularly, again, how Omega shows up when he is, uh, when he's obviously time time slipping, but yeah, is my heart in this? No, because I don't really give a shit about Wolverine's plotline.
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say because I don't have a heart. Boom. <laughs> next. No, uh, I I uh, I'll be positive for a second. I generally agree with Clark. I I am less interested in this miniseries than I am in Death. That's is much more interesting because it's less about Wolverine or less about Logan. I should say we love Laura. Logan, you know, can go fuck himself. But, like, the story with um, Mikhail and uh, Omega Red Arcady, I think is interesting. Like, we finally get to see, like, what the Cerebro sword was for. It took forever for us to get here. For but it's real? a very, very Chekhov's gun. Um, and I like the info page of when um, you see uh, oh, uh, Wolverine's ex-wife, uh, when they're, you know, when you realize, oh, that's actually Dakin's mother. Yeah. Uh, and then it's, like, all of the various things. Like, what happens if... Like, you know, Romulus attacks. Yes. And then, uh, you know, Dawkins doesn't exist. Wolverine attacks, Docking doesn't exist. So he's got to do all this stuff to uh, make sure that, like, like history plays out the way it's supposed to. And I like the other infinite or in, uh, uh, infographic page I liked was um, uh, Gene and Charles talking about, like, the mental toll it's taking on Logan. Because not only is he having to, like, protect Charles from... Omega Red, it's like he's reliving some of his most painful memories uh, and he has to make sure that things still go the right way. So I think the psychological effect of it could be really interesting if Percy plays that up in his regular series when that comes back in April.
3: I do think perfectly happy if we never saw romulus again and anything for any reason
1: i was sh- i was shocked that we saw romulus i, I, I will say that i thought that was a throwaway character
3: i thought was it was gonna be too. something that like oh he's not really romulus it's just someone pretending to be him or you know like a myth a vision or some shit but i don't want to see his face who the fuck is that bitch the guy who was oh, in charge of everything that ever happened in Wolverine's of life, ever. Yeah. Oh,
2: like, Jesus! It's it was back in a Wolverine series a bunch of years ago, and it. Origin. Yeah, yeah, and it,
1: yeah, and he. There was a crossover time. between the two Wolverine Origins and the regular Wolverine series because oh, Daniel Way cool. was writing Origins and Jeff it was, Loeb. It was tough. Was writing the regular series. It was back, it's, it's Jeff Loeb's horrible, 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 horrible comic writing. He introduced it. It was just like, like he he. Overcomplicated Wolverine's origin more than it needed to be. Uh, I was just Ugh. like, this is, it made me hate the character so much. Right he
0: introduced Dokken, though.
1: That's I did true. introduce Daken. Um, so Some up? good stuff kind of came from it.
0: Mark, you're always looking for a silver lining. I really
1: <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> Thank you so, so much for
0: being
2: positive about
1: this so series. Uh, and really just being right a cheerleader. I mean, that was You surprised yourself.
0: let's talk marvel voices legacy number one um so many wonderful creators you know this this whole book was celebrating black creators and characters we're getting a great series of one pagers and one shots focused on black character experiences from cecilia reyes growing garden of young minds spectrum continuing a wonderful legacy for those after her along with misty knight luke cage kicking some 70s esque ass uh what did you guys like what were your favorites
2: I like the date. I like the date. Yeah, Uh, yeah. The the dating one between Misty Knight and like Falcon that was fun. Um, and Taskmaster being like, "I'm not here for you." I mean, I don't care. I'm still gonna beat you up. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that was a great moment. And also, it was nice seeing like the right use of Taskmaster after the what we had to suffer through in the Black Widow movie. So uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that was also the art
2: in that specific, uh, like those uh, pages. Uh, it was all about action related. So you could see the movement in the art. It was really cool. I really liked it. Yeah, that was my favorite of the bunch. But a lot of them were great. I, I
1: just, also really liked the Misty Knight and uh, Luke Cage one too. I know it was like, was it was like, it was like like sequential. It's like with Misty and being in both stories, but it worked for me because she's basically like, like ripping on him. It's like, oh, you think you're cool? Like your style like ended in the seventies. Like what the fuck? It's like my style is much cooler. I got a robotic arm. I'm like, yeah, bitch, love you.
2: Um, Moon, I don't. Moon girl's story was just she wants to ride a horse, <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool, that's fun. And then just met a weird friend. I kind of like that.
0: The world's smartest yeah. dinosaur. That was adorable. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed. I'm trying to remember that. I kind of. I mean, I don't know him very. It was perspective. I can't remember what the name of the character was. I'm looking for right now. Oh, Blue
1: Marvel.
0: I just thought it was like... Oh, oh he's
1: <laughs> great. Where is Blue he? Marvel. Like, this guy seems really fucking cool. I want him in, like, a okay, bunch okay, of stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Blue Marvel was in... So, Al Ewing, who we love, um, did two uh, series in the early 2010s. One was Mighty Avengers, which was right around when Hickman was writing Avengers, New Avengers, so it was, like, another Avengers series. There were much more, like, a predominantly African-American cast. He was in it. He was, like, this sort of, like, lost hero that's a lot older and then after secret wars um uh he did the ultimates but it was not the ultimates based in the ultimate universe it was ultimates in 616 so it was him monica rambeau carol danvers america chavez of like dealing with like and then like a, like a good version of galactus like dealing with these like sort of like extra dimensional threats it was fucking great i love the blue marvel so much
0: yeah i want to see more uh let's talk Thor number 22 our favorite one of our favorite writers I don't want to play too many favorites Donnie cates artist Nick Klein the God of Hammers series continues this time with a big group of heroes getting fucked up by Mangog Hammer I just fuck Mangog that name every time Odin Sounds fully like passes weekend, <laughs> <laughs> Odin fully passes to create the Thor force I guess <laughs> <laughs> sure I I liked it. I just it's it does somehow. I want this like this whole idea to be longer and also shorter because this (laughs) felt like a very this felt like kind of a a, an unnecessary issue of them rallying all these fucking people to him when it was like what is the point? These like they're not playing a part in the story. It just felt very like it felt too fast and also unnecessary. Like I'd rather just have skipped to. A lot of the cool reveal stuff like in terms of him taking on uh, what is it him them releasing fucking his alter ego uh from from prison yeah Donald exactly Blake. so i like that element but i don't know what you guys think of it?
1: it it was a fine issue but i agree i don't i think i would have enjoyed it more if there wasn't the call to arms with all the other marvel heroes because they're all doing their, like wolverine being there i'm like that bitch is like traveling <laughs> through the past I know, it should I be know. just red yeah. time lives of wolverine you know um spider-man Spider-Man being there doing, he's doing his own thing. He's in a crater somewhere. I haven't seen the preview for, you know, the Spider-Man That's series right. of Wells writing. <laughs> but like, I, uh, you know, and I, this is just a, like my own, my own like sort of like bugaboo and preference is like Wolverine being there. I know like he and Thor kind of bonded when Wolverine's part of the Avengers, but I never liked that Wolverine's part of the Avengers. So no. I just got annoyed. with. I just got annoyed with that.
0: Your pet peeve.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, I they don't. didn't do anything to help. So
0: <laughs> there you go. Elijah was there? That was cute. Great. He always controls. But yeah. yeah, this this didn't even feel like so I mean, I get it. A lot of stuff happened. They, like for some, again, the biggest problem I find with the series is that it's every fucking five issues, it's world ending stakes, and it's just like. I get it. He's obviously a super god, but it's like, come on, man! Can't you just have like a, a like hangout
1: comedy with yeah, well, Seth like, and he, Beta Ray
0: There
3: was an issue just... where he just hung out with a fucking frog for the whole time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like they just, little... they just had this like call to arms fighting Donald Blake. Like, how many calls to arms do you need? I mean, I get a it, lot. what you're fighting with, but I mean, like, Mike, just have a fucking team with you, instead of, like, constantly hunting everybody a... down, because obviously this is a daily occurrence with him. Well, he's a king. He's got an
3: entire kingdom around him. Well, the next storyline is he versus the Hulk,
1: because uh... Donny Keats is also
0: writing the Hulk.
1: Oh, uh... so, is there
0: going to be a crossover
1: between the two yes. titles? So we got to buy Hulk? Yeah. All right.
0: That's like a rate prize, right? Didn't that happen back in like the early 90s that's or something? Hap- that's happened all the time. They've always fought. I had one FLIR 92 card that told me that they fought. So
1: that's the only place of reference. I had. Oh, that's right. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry. I just remembered uh, speaking of FLIR, those cards, uh, they're putting out a, uh, a book of all the Jim Lee X Men card art from the cards in the early 90s. I'm really excited about that. Thanks yeah. for reminding me because I wanted to I wanted to talk about that.
2: Down.
1: Um anything else
2: about Thor 22? No. Um so as we always like to wrap up our podcast, we like to do a little segment we call Plug Me Daddy where each of us get to quickly highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, experienced and wanted to share with you our adorable cum dumpsters. Um, so with that, does anyone want to plug me, daddy?
1: Kalen. Uh, well, this is a future plug and this is a plug for the podcast. Adam and I interviewed David Boer, who is the writer and co-creator of Kanto, Killer Queens, uh, rain and, uh, the upcoming Firefly series, Firefly season two. I don't, I can't remember what the subtitle was called. But, it's a, uh, con- but it is look- a
0: continuation of the Firefly series post-movie within the, com- the existing comic book universe. So if you've ever been following that, you're going to be very happy with that.
1: So look for that interview uh,
2: next week. That is great. That's actually what this segment should be used for, actual <laughs> plugs of things. So, Caitlin, you actually did it correct. Um, and with that said, um, anyone else have something?
0: <laughs> uh, I'll do, I'll plug. So there's a game coming out. It's not coming out until March 4th, but you can already download the demo. It's on Switch. It's called Triangle Strategy. It is the most like upfront generic name you've ever heard of, but it's basically like, you know, I, I think there's, it's, a, it's a very different game in some ways than Final Fantasy Tactics, but it's Final Fantasy Tactics. And like I just, <laughs> I think after their last Nintendo Direct, they previewed it, they released a new demo. It's got, like, forward transfer data. You get to play, like, three of the first battles and, like, get a sense of the story and the people. And it's got, like, uh, seemingly decision-making choices, very similar to, like, the Ogre Battle and Tactics Ogre series. So if anyone, like, plays strategy RPGs, hopefully this is making sense to you. But I cannot fucking wait. The only thing that made me sadder is that I beat beat the demo so fast. I was like, well, this is great. I'll transfer my data. But it can't be March 4th soon enough. So... Uh, it's, it's from the same company, some like the same development team that did Octopath Traveler. So they have this concept of HD 2D. Um, and it's just, it's gorgeous. If you like pixel art, uh, would highly recommend checking it out if you want to switch.
1: Speaking of switch, I saw that like, they're doing some kind of an update to Mario Kart, And I got really excited. Yes,
0: they're doing, it's a, it's going to be $25 for like a shitload of courses. I think at least 20 of 24 of them. And they're going to be coming they're like done. releasing every month. And it's basically just their expansion pack. What's interesting though, like controversy is that it seems like what they might have done because the art style is a little different, that they upgraded just their Mario Kart tour levels, which were like the mobile phone game. So it's like, it's just a bit more cartoony. I think there's like sort of an online battle going on of whether or not people like it, but like, it's still fucking more Mario Kart and it's more stages from the past. So it's not a lot of new stuff. It's stuff you love and have already played. So yeah, I think we're going to definitely pick it up as well.
1: Nice. Nice.
2: I love that you're the video game consultant. On That's this. I um, use the plug me day are, to get out. Video use your Adam's like Corner what for what video games. Um, yep. As the senior gay consultant on this, um, <laughs> I would like to plug something. Um, a little album came out um, by our Lord and Savior, um, Kim Petrus, um, called Slut Pop. <laughs> and guys, so guys, you're my throat never... coat. You're my throat coat, Ryan. Bitch, it's my favorite song. If you ever thought maybe I don't want to have music on during sex, give this album a <laughs> listen. Because, bitch, it or is. Who are the
1: monks you're having sex with that don't want music? Oh, I can uh, name one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it off air.
2: On and with that card, <laughs> do you have anything to plug?
3: I don't like music during sex. You I like back- also
0: don't like music during I sex. I
3: sounds. <laughs> no, I like that there's like a foreign language movie on, because you don't know what they're saying.
2: Netflix, so it's just, yeah.
3: and it can't be Spain, Spanish, because I know Spanish enough that I'll be paying attention, and Italian for the same reason. But besides that, fine. That's when it's like Korean or something.
1: Exactly. Um, okay, you're watching I've Bollywood, been, got
3: it. Yeah, that's fine too. No, they speak English too much in that. Um, so I've been watching the Olympics, Olympics a ton, and so I'm just going to be plugging this hot guy named Oscar, um, who is the hot head guy of the Swedish curling team. And he's currently going to be in gold medal match on in two days. So whatever That's Saturday. So I, him Oscar nice. Eriksson He's okay. got beautiful <laughs> eyes like? and a nice a beard. He, he, beautiful eyes and nice beard and hair. And he always yeah. is rubbing his face and stuff, but in a really like, Attractive way. Well, we the we'll nice post a photo smile. on our
0: Insta
2: so everybody can weigh in. Please <laughs> yeah. do. Um, okay, so we have been Homo Superior, where we like to drop the hammer, and we have been your throat goats. Um, with that, <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.